I believe we are moving certain things in a realm of spirit. It says, praying in the spirit, building up yourself in your most holy faith. It said, edify yourself by praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. In the next three minutes, wherever you are, I want you to lift up your hands. Lift up your hands to heaven. And all you're going to say is, Holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Be thou welcome tonight into my family, into my heart, into my finances, into my faith, into anything connected to me. Be thou welcome, O Holy One. In the name of Jesus, you are saying, Holy, Holy as you, Lord God. You are worshiping Him, for He deserves our glory, the glory that we give to Him. He deserves our praise, for who is this King of glory? The Lord is strong, the Lord is mighty, mighty in battle. Oh, Jesus, Kaisi Ferdikas we worship you. We honor you with our lives. Jesus. Felika Badaika. Oh, Frakasataika. Touch your people. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. I believe we are doing great. And I believe God is up to something. This is the third day of our fasting and prayer, and I believe that um, a lot of things have taken place. The number three stands for divinity. On the third day, the Bible says that Jesus could not remain in the place of death. But the Lord Almighty caused him to come into the land of the living, to resurrect. And as he was resurrected, he exhibited his authority, his dominion, and his victory by parading the powers, principalities, evil spirit with his wizard. That is to say, on the third day of our fasting, any power, any man, any woman that has challenged your status as a child of God, anything that has challenged your status as a kingdom citizen, tonight it is losing its power, it is losing its influence over your life. I decree and I declare by the divine authority from the throne of God I enforce and I pronounce upon your life anything that has been contended with anything that the devil wants to put to death I speak life I speak life that hope will not be cut short that destiny will not be diverted that destiny will not be destroyed in the name of Jesus, I prophesy, let the light, let the light, let the light, 
let the light of God shine now in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that our theme for tonight is overpowering. Hello. Uh, if you can hear, just type, I can hear. When we are praying, you can unmute yourself. When we are praying, you can unmute yourself. Our theme is overcoming. Overcomers. First John chapter 5, verse 1. First John chapter 5, verse 1. First John chapter 5, verse 1. Just share it in the chat and just type, I am there. And as you are flipping and you are opening your Bibles to First John chapter 5, verse 1. I want you to place your hands on your heart and say this after me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercies that is made available to me, made available to my family, made available to my studies, my career, and anything connected to me. As I dive into your word, let your mysteries come alive. Let me phantom the mysteries of your kingdom. Let your truth be revealed unto me and let your truth set me free from any generational entanglement in the name of Jesus. By reason of your truth, I decree and I declare that I am free. My generation is free from any bondage, from any embargo in the name of Jesus. See this, as I hear your word, as I see your word, let every embargo upon my life be lifted now in the name of Jesus. Spirit of truth, convict me, impart me with the ancient words. Let my life be transformed. Let my destiny be realigned. I decree and I declare, as I hear the word, my faith is increasing in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare, as I read your word, let there be an impartation of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Say this, I decree and I declare that tonight, being the tenth night of our fasting and prayers, let there be life. Anything that is dead in my life, I command, let it come to life in the name of Jesus. Because the word of God carries life and spirit. I thereby stand upon the word of God. That is ye and amen. 
that doesn't fail and i speak let life let life let life come to me let life let life visit anything that is dying connected to me in the name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus and the family will shout aloud amen and type aloud amen hallelujah first john chapter 5 verse 1 i'm reading from the new king james version someone is saying apostle i am lost where is first john i mean just open to the last i mean section of your bible close to revelation hallelujah i want us to write every scripture down we're just going to go through the word of god and we will launch into prayer i believe we've been going through a lot of scriptures and god has a lot of things he wants to show us amen i read scripture says whoever believes that jesus is the christ is born of god and whoever or everyone who loves him who begots also loves him who is begotten of him two by this we know that we love the children of god and when we love god and keep his commandments verse 3 for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome verse 4 for whatever is born of god overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith verse 5 who is he who overcomes the world but he who believes that jesus is the son of god amen we are talking about the overcoming faith this month our theme for this month is uh, what? Explosive faith. How do we come to the point where our faith explodes and we carry out great exploits? How do we come to a place where we carry the overcomer's mentality? We carry the overcomer's anointing? We carry the overcoming, I mean, realm where we enter into places and we overcome challenges, we overcome mountains. It starts with one thing. It says in the verse one, whoever believes in the name of Jesus, you can never overcome if you don't believe in Jesus. You can never overcome any power, principality which patterns of darkness demonic assignments against your life if you don't believe in jesus as the messiah as the son of god i think in the first day uh, we got to know that for us to believe 
it means that we need to one know the facts the facts of the promise of God to us know the fact about Jesus why is Jesus the only way you need to find out the facts and how can you find that you can find that in the word the Holy Bible carries or summarizes the, the hidden truth or the mysteries of Christ Jesus so every believer you need to order dive deeper into the word so gather the facts if it is divine health gather the facts that God has given to us in his word on divine health if it is prosperity gather the facts we are in the times and seasons where believers don't want to order study the word they don't want to sit on on themselves i mean and study the word we're in a time where people want things fast they would rather join a revival pray and expect a miracle instantly god is not moved by that see god is moved by his word and scripture says draw to me and I will draw you nearer. So, what is the relationship between you and the word? In the same chapter, the Bible says in the verse 7, it says, There are three that bears witness in heaven the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. John chapter 1 makes us understand in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When you come down that same chapter from verse 12 going, it says, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men. Let's go deeper. The problem, the challenge, whatever you are believing God to see in your life, whatever you are believing to overcome, how much of the word has dwelt in your heart and become part of you how much of the word have you become one with that right now if you wake up you know that you can't die that you wake up you know that even if you are injected with a virus a bacteria i mean with the blood that is contaminated with the virus, you know that you will not what, get infected. All the heroes of faith, when you read Hebrews, they had an experience with the word. So the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God it is a continuous action you need to continuously hear the word so it is not about you joining the fast today and pray certain prayers and you think that is all it has to be a lifestyle faith is a lifestyle 
you wake up in the morning you are living in faith you go to bed you are living in faith so when i say you are living in faith what what am i saying you are living by the word so gather the facts to establish your belief to establish your faith to come from the basic saving faith to a place of great faith to a place of overcoming faith you need to first know what is written that is why when jesus was being tempted and he was replying the devil he said it is written the word quoted the word so how much of the word do you know you are saying you have been praying you know i mean you have been waiting on god see dive deeper most of us we've spent about 20 years 15 years in the i mean educational sector studying it is good to study because the bible says that study to show yourself approved so you've spent time understanding how to live as a what as a human being but have you spent time to live as a spirit because god is spirit and the bible says that he gave his spirit to us all he breathed into man that word breathe represents the holy spirit the ruach the breath of god so how do you do this you do that by the word so gather the facts to practice when we go to you know, universities or there's high schools or even if you go into a new organization they show you the things that you're supposed to do probably you might not be used to the what the procedures the processes but as you continuously do it it becomes part of you so when you gather the facts what do you do do the word as you are hearing me teach as you are hearing sermons as you are hearing men of god preach to you as you pick up your word the bible and you read begin to do it that is faith believing to do it so he says whoever believes in the name of jesus will be saved how do you believe he says be hearers and also be doers a lot of us i mean we've gone to a lot of revivals we had a lot of things but how many of us are actually living by whatever we hear it is the principles that matters the principle matters the principle of god matters a lot look at anyone you find in the bible or anyone god has used greatly you realize that they are keeping certain principles and the sad thing is we are failing to do that i wrote something down i said overcoming faith is derived 
by building upon the principles of the word of God. Building upon the principles of the word of God. Cooked with intensive prayer in the spirit. So you cannot take prayer out of the process. Neither can you take the word out. So we have people who are spending their time reading the word without praying. And we have people who are also praying without the word. It has to be a balance. You have to have equilibrium. If you've done science, equilibrium. Balance in your life. The word and prayer generates faith. You see, whenever you go through, um, all you need to do is to find the facts of God's promise. Analyze the principles in his word and begin to do it. So when God says prosperity, he has given, he has sacrifice in mind. Have you come to a place of giving or sacrificing? If you want to have an abundance, it says seed time and harvest time will never pass. So it means you need to sow for you to have a bounty harvest. Don't expect a harvest if you haven't sown. It is a principle. He says, whatever you will sow, you will reap. So imagine as a student, you are sowing, no, I mean, studies, you are not revising. Eventually, you are going to reap failure when you sit for your exams. Likewise, when you sit down, you study, you put in the effort. The effort you sowed, you will see the produce of it. So you need to do, be a doer of whatever you find. And the last one is to trust. Establishing your belief system is to trust God. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 3 downwards. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your understanding. Yes, we are fasting within five days. But the sad thing is most of us, after praying, after declaration, after receiving prophetic words, we start to wonder, how can this be? See, how can this be? Using your mind. When it comes to faith, we don't do logics. You don't use your logical reasoning. You don't use your physical, I mean, ideas to calculate how God is going to do it. The scripture says that his ways are higher than our ways. God can choose not to do whatever you are praying now. And he will choose to do it in 20 years. He is a sovereign God. All you need to do is to trust. The scripture says that do not lose hope in doing good. But for in due season, if you don't lose hope in trusting God, you will receive the reward. 
So, for you to come to the place of strong faith and overcoming faith, you need to one know the facts of his word. Do whatever his word tells you to do. And trust God. He will bring you toward an expected end. Jeremiah says that the plans and the thoughts that God has towards you, they are not of evil, but of good and a what a perfect future. Faithful is he who has said it, and he will surely bring it to an expected end. All you need to do is to trust. Trust in the Lord. Don't lose hope. And God will surely bring it into what? Fulfillment. I know God is going to do something in your life. God is going to honor you as you wait on him. So, the verse 1 says, Whoever believes that Jesus is Christ is born of God. So, you can be born of God only by believing. So he says, if you will believe in your heart and you will confess that he is Lord, you are no longer of this world, but you are of God. What it means is this. The moment you believe in his word, that is Jesus, and you accept everything about Jesus, what you are saying is, I reject my old life. I put it aside. And I take the life of Christ. So whenever Jesus or the word stands for, I am. So Colossians says something, that you are dead. And your life is hid in Christ in God. That is to say, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in the word, the old you is dead. The you that was afraid is dead. And now the person or the personality you are having is the spirit of boldness, which comes from Christ. So Timothy said, I have not given you the spirit of fear of sound mind of boldness of power that is what God has given to you that is why the apostle Peter because of fear will reject Jesus but after the spirit of God came and he came into the new season he stood with confidence and boldness you see so when you believe in Jesus, you are born again. So let that sh shaping the way you think change the mindset that you carry. One thing that you should know, when you are born again, you are born into a new kingdom. You are no longer of this kingdom of this world where the devil or satan has influence or the god of this world has influence or directs your decisions and your desires 
you are born into the kingdom of God. That means you are the heir to God's kingdom. Jesus is a king. Luke 23, Matt, Matthew 2. I mean, if you have time, just study it. They are all facts. Isaiah made mention of it. That the government shall be upon his shoulders. You see, from Genesis to Revelation, every single thing talks about Christ Jesus as a ruler, as a king. And if the scripture says you are joined as scripture cannot be broken so your personality now when you sit or when you move you are no longer i mean the ordinary person you are no longer the person that people know you by you are a royal priesthood you are a king you are a queen so wherever you say Wherever you stand, whatever you declare or pronounce, it's just as God has spoken. So you believe, from belief, you become a son or a daughter of God. That is your status changes. And now when your status changes, something has to happen. You need to carry the power of God. You need to carry something that will cause you to become overcomer. And what enables you to do that is the love for God. Your passion and your love for God will determine how far you move in life. It is your passion and your love that will drive you to fulfill the will of God. If you don't love God, you will mess up. Since your body is the temple of God. So, the level of love or commitment to God will determine how you treat the temple that God has given to you. How do I know that? Perfect example is Joseph. He had the opportunity to, I mean, have an affair with his master's wife. He said, how can I do this? I was sinned against God first and to my master. If you love God, you don't treat your brother wrong. If you love God, you will not be what? Racist. If you love God, you will not steal. If you love God, you will not harm or say things that will hurt your fellow believer. You will not gossip because you know that God's image is in them. It doesn't matter how they act, whether they are evil, whether they are bad. If you love God, you will never do that. If you love God, you will not destroy nature. You see, there's a level of intimacy we need to come to. The highest realm as a child of God you can walk in is the realm of love. Without love, everything will crumble down, will fall down. Love is a binding agent. And the greatest 
Ken, or the creator of the universe, is love. The scripture says that for God is love. So anyone who does not love doesn't know God. So if you want to overcome the evil, if you want to overcome that thing in your life, walk in excess love. For God to overcome evil, to overcome sin and death, the Bible says in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave. So love gives. So if you love God, you will give God your time. If you love God, you will sacrifice the food. And you say, Father Lord, within these five days, I want to sacrifice my food. I'm going to sacrifice a meal a day. I'll sacrifice two meals a day. Probably I'll sacrifice three meals a day. I will not eat. It is it is the conviction of love. Apostle Paul says something. If we prophesy, if we heal, and we do not have love, what's the basis? Jesus working miracles. The Bible says he had compassion. Compassion is another form of love. It's a fruit of love. It's a deep rooted gift of love. He said he had compassion. So if you're not walking in love, don't expect to overcome. That is why when Jesus was teaching people on prayer, he said if you are going to even give or you are praying and you have an issue with your brother, Settle it. Make sure the love is flowing. Because freely have you received the grace of God. And you also have to freely give. So walk in love and heaven will naturally respond. Out of the love that Jesus had for us. The Bible says that he stepped down from glory and he became nothing that you and I will become something. Anyone who walks in love serves and anyone who serves becomes great and it takes the great to bless. So if you want to overcome storms if you want to overcome challenges walk in pure love genuine love the agape love let it fill you up hallelujah so he says and everyone first john chapter 5 verse 1 whoever believes that jesus is the christ is born of God. Yes. And everyone, see, there's an end. It says, and everyone who loves him, who begot, also loves him, who is begotten of him. So, there's a place for what? Believing, and there's a place of love. 
It's a place of believing and it's a place of love. And verse 4, therefore, whatever that is born, you are born in love. So whatever that is born of God overcomes. Hallelujah. Let's open our scriptures, our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1. I think I will conclude here and will enter into prayer. Then tomorrow, I mean in the afternoon around 12, we will enter into prayer and in the evening we'll dive deeper. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 to 22. I read from the Passion Translation. I love that translation. Ephesians 1, 19 to 22. It says, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme in the heavenly realm. Look at this. This is Apostle Paul praying for the church. And it says that if you can overcome, if you can overcome every challenge, if you can step into the realm of overcomers and move in the anointing of overcoming and to change certain ancient declarations made over your life, made over your destiny, you need to what? Step into a place carry this technology called faith because without faith no one can please God so you need faith and with the faith you have to continually I mean engage yourself with a word to tap into the power of God So, somebody say, um, once saved, forever saved, and that's all. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to gather with the saints. You are joking. You will backslide and you never know. The early church knew the importance of continuous fellowship because they were strengthening each other. When they gather like this, the word will be shared. They will pray. They will encourage each other and they will grow. So there will be a continuous rubbing off of the anointing. The Bible says, a friend sharpens, I mean, the countenance of a friend. So if you have somebody who has faith, 
that person can cause you to walk in that realm. It is the same way when somebody is a doctor and is teaching, I mean, a professor teaching somebody to become a doctor, it's easy, imparting the wisdom. That is the same way faith is. Faith can be imparted through the word. Some of us, as we are hearing the word, there's something within that is running up within us. Because God is tired of Christians, believers and his children who walk whilst they are supposed to be sitting on what horses. He says there's this arrow under the sun where princes are walking, kings and queens are walking, and slaves are sitting on the horses meant for them. Until you rise up and be aggressive. Until you put aside that spiritual, that the be mindset and become an aggressive person in the spirit, you can never move certain mountains. So tonight, I live with you that it would take faith. You need to build your faith in the season we are entering in. Things will get worse. Whatever you are seeing now, seven times will happen. Financially, things are going to be hard for the world. But God says, one of the things God told me last month, he says, supernatural wealth transfer. But for you to be a candidate, you need to exercise your faith. Without faith, you will live a life of frustration. The Bible says Jesus was teaching. And at that time, the people who were with him, I think 5,000, and the people came to hear. They desired the word. And the Bible says, the disciples said, Master, send the people away because we can't feed them. And the Bible says, Jesus, looking at the people, blessed the few. We said, Father, I thank you that whenever I cry to you, you hear me. And scripture says that he broke the limits. Men and women who move in faith, overcomers, they break limits. That is to say, if you have a house, because of faith, because of diligent serving or moving in the word of God, that house will turn into an estate. If that business that you are doing is in a rented an apartment or office, you will start breaking limits. The limit upon that business, that location, and you start going international. It's all about faith. So let us challenge ourselves to step into a place of love 
you need to have that deep passion for the word of god you wake up in the morning the first thing that comes to your mind is the word of god when you are talking with people your your speech has to be a reflection of the word of god let it become your vocabulary joke with the word of god when you are laughing laugh with the word of god let it become part of you he says and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst men so jesus has to be real to you through his word you need to meditate upon it day and night confess it declare it pray on it sleep on it wake up and start thinking ask questions until it sinks into your spirit hallelujah so it's my prayer that from today god will touch you and move you from the saving faith to great faith from great faith to overcoming faith when you make pronouncements and change the circumstance that you find yourself in in Jesus name amen <laughs>